so this is episode seven. Uh, super excited about this episode. It's just me on this episode, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. Episode seven is brought to you by, yet again, our favorite spot, Lifehouse Tonic and Elixirs with two locations, one on Sunset Boulevard, 7515 Sunset Boulevard, and one in the Westfield Century Mall. Uh, you know, I've lost weight. People wonder how I did it. It's from ingesting Lifehouse every day. Uh, you go there, and you just flourish. I don't know what else to say. Uh, the second thing that I want to mention for sponsors is uh, Heavy Sets, which is March 11th at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, this is my birthday show. This is going to be a big one. And uh, the lineup's already crazy. Uh, tickets are 20 bucks. Support your boy. Come on for his birthday one time. Anyway, so now, episode seven, I'm joined here by my guy, Jason Von Sick. Uh, my right-hand man, as some would say. And uh, I'm super excited about this episode today because, you know, I didn't really have a guest. And Jason was around. I was like, do you want to join me? He was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And uh, there's a lot I want to talk about today. So um, it's not going to be so much of an interview today as much as it is. You don't want to be interviewing me. Yeah, no. I mean, Jason, he's an interesting guy. It's just this isn't an interview, this episode. This is more me. You know, talking ranting, about raving. Yeah, ranting and raving about what's going on in the world and the news. So um, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, the Parkland, Florida shooting. So <clears throat> uh, first of all, I want to send my condolences to the families and people that affected that were affected by the shooting. Uh, I'm Canadian, you understand, and in Canada, the people, the people have guns in Canada are, you know, policemen and uh, that's pretty much it. You know, maybe drug dealers. And if you do own a firearm in Canada, you have to have some serious permits and some serious paperwork uh, to get it. And they're not common guns. Um, and I just think it's fucked up, you know, in America. And it's. It's just coming to a point where it's like, how many fucking times does this have to happen in order for them to change the fucking laws? How, how, many, how many young kids need to die in order for these fucking idiots to change the laws? Fuck the NRA. I'll say that off top. You know there's some crooked shit going on with that. NRA is paying off politicians so these gun laws can exist and people can buy these guns. And it's coming to a point where uh, it's just it's just fucked up, and greed, it, you know, should not prevail in this case. Change the fucking laws on the guns. You know, you go to a place like London. There's a lot of stabbings in London. You know, <laughs> you might get stabbed in London by some motherfucker with no teeth, but you're not going to get. Sh you know, you're not going to have to worry about sending your kid off to school and some fucking you know, guy running in there with an automatic weapon and shooting it up. So uh, I just wanted to say that off top. And I think it leads into, you know, beyond the the, the gun laws. First, Jason, do you, do you, are you agreeing with this? I'm, I'm spectating. Okay, I'm good. Just... I'm just, I just wanted to let the listeners know that Jason is in the room. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think that leads into another thing, which is mental health. Like, first of all, Jason, you're American, right? Yep. You're from Ohio. Yep. Do you own a gun? I don't. Does any of your family own a gun? My dad owns many. Many? Many. But for what purpose? He's just Ohio born and bred, target shooting. Target shooting. That's it. Target shooting. That's it. And does he hunt? Nope. No, nope. he just likes to target shoot, go to the range, and that's about it. Yep. 
That I have no problem with. Does he have permits? He has permits, obviously, for all his guns. Yeah, he's, they're he's, all registered. He's legit, and he's, he has even more of a spotlight. But it's not. That's not the problem. It's just the access to guns. Yeah, I mean, he he has like he has that anybody a, has. Yeah, he has like a uh, a traditional career, but as a hobby, he's a, a dealer, uh, armed. He has a license to deal guns. Oh, okay. Um, but he, he might sell like two guns a year at okay, cost yeah, to yeah, a yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? But but even if it is a friend, they're still got to go through background checks. Now I grew right? up. Now I grew up. Uh, I went to camp, and one of the things was riflery, which was we were shooting real rifles. You know, it was dangerous. We had real guns or real bullets, uh, target shooting. Mm. That I have no problem with. That I, shooting for sport, like hunting, that's fine. As long as it's not an endangered species or any of that shit. Nah, he doesn't hunt. But it's just, an, it's just, a, it's just, when's it going to stop the mass sale of automatic weapons in America? When is that going to come to an end? When are they going to change the gun laws is the question. It seems like. I don't know, it both, seems both. like nothing will change the gun laws, no matter what fucking happens. Well, and also too, on both sides of the aisle, uh, there hasn't really been anything. When you know, White House is being led by a Democrat or, or no, Republican. no, no. So okay. Anyways, it leads into another thing that I want to talk about, which is mental health. Now, this kid that did this latest shooting is, I'm assuming, like any one of these other nut bars, nut bags that fucking buy a gun and go out and shoot up a school or any public place. And I think it has to do with mental health. I mean, I saw an interview of one of the kids who went to the school who was saying, like, if we, if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be this kid. And they were saying he was making comments about it on YouTube. I mean, I don't know. I, I, if there was no access to the gun, then nothing like this could ever happen. You understand? But because guns are so easily accessible in this country, shit like this happens. So... I think it ties into the laws and mental health, and it needs to be addressed, and I wanted to talk about it off top. Now, moving on to another, you know, dreadful topic, Fergie's All-Star Game <laughs> performance. Oh, my God. You know, transitioning a bit, you know. But Fergie, you know... I, I almost, I was thinking about it this morning. It almost seemed intentionally bad. Like she did it so it would go viral and people would start talking. When was the last time people, th this many people were talking about Fergie? Never. 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 And was she doing this in rehearsal? Who, who, who on her team didn't say something? I read something. She said that uh, she likes to push her creative, artistic bounds. That wasn't an artistic and, bounds. And, that was that was just burnt. Yeah, and she, it was, she said it, it was, didn't come across as as intended. Uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly. But um, once she tweeted that Fergie. out, though, I read I read uh, some people giving her praise for like owning it, like owning it. Hey, I fucked up, but you know, I I I, I attribute. Well, we it all to, make mistakes, yeah. but it was out of a movie. I mean, it was so <laughs> bad. I thought it was planned almost when I was watching it. It's a fucking joke. And, you know, the whole intro to the game, not, not to shit on Kevin Hart, I like Kevin Hart, but the whole intro to the All-Star game, like that skit of Kevin Hart trying to become an All-Star. I didn't see it. Like, just start the fucking game. Yeah. Sing the anthems and start the game. Talking about anthems... The Bare Naked Ladies embarrassed Canada with that performance. 
Disney. It was it was just so why couldn't they get someone that was young and youthful and good looking? They got the bare naked. I mean, all respect due to the bare naked ladies. They sell a lot of records, you know, great guys, I'm sure. But they just it was just so Canadian. It was so Canadian. It made it look so beta. You have it, you want to pull it up? Bare naked ladies, how many records have they sold? A lot of fucking records. They sold a lot of records. Platinum records they have. So you got to show them respect. But that was a dreadful performance. And then, you know, the game itself, I thought, was kind of what I expected. At the beginning, no one was playing defense, and then it got tight. And it was actually a good game. Did you watch the game? Uh, no. The All-Star game was great. I don't know if anybody watched it. I, any of the listeners who watched it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Here's Started off shitty, player, and then... Okay, I don't know. What's this? That's the bare naked. I, I used to Let me see it. Yeah, play it. Let me just, just, play, just play it through. I just want to see these guys. Anyways... Um, you know, talking about Fergie and the all-star stuff. We got uh, we got news on Mark Cuban, too, right? Mark Cuban apparently is is being there, claimed to... Well, there was something with his team, like the Dallas Mavericks had some, you know, at the executive level, some, you know, unfortunate things going on with, like, you know, women. I don't know if, it, I don't know if that... With women. Was, yeah, with women. Yeah, it's something So basically in HR, of, people were starting complaining about Mark Cuban, and now he, there's... There's, a, there's like what? an investigation Investi and, and, by the NBA. Um, I don't know if the NBA. Oh, has look at these bare naked ladies! <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if it's the NBA, but I know the Dallas Mavericks have uh, invested an internal investigation. So I don't. I don't know the uh, the extent of, of what these bare means. naked lady dudes. First of all, this guy looks like he's a fucking wrestler. This fat guy, the bald guy. <laughs> the guy's got to exercise. This guy looks like Shermanator on the left. Remember Shermanator? Remember Shermanator from American Pie? Yeah. Are you smiling? She's definitely watching something else. You're not smiling at me right now. <laughs> She's not even listening. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. You're good. You're good. Um, no, no, no. I thought I thought you were listening and like laughing at something that I was saying, but you're just watching something else, which is good. She would have been laughing. Yeah, she would have been laughing if she saw this redheaded motherfucker. <laughs> but I, I remember um, the Shermanator for what it's worth. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> who, who doesn't, bro? Shermanator. Well, you know what's funny? He's probably like a waiter now in L.A. Possible. I think someone told me it was. Yeah. Shermanator waited. What's the last movie someone... you saw in the theater? Do you, do you even know? Um, can't remember. Me neither. A couple months. It's crazy. It's been so to, to a movie. Anyway, so Mark Cuban. Everyone knows Mark Cuban is a fucking sleazebag. I mean, the guy likes to party. I, I'm not. Maybe he's not a sleazebag, but he's he's like to he likes to party. Uh so I mean, I don't want to say he's a sleazebag. I take that back. Let's take that back. Mark Cuban might not be a sleazebag. I don't know what happened. But there's allegations that Mark Cuban made some inappropriate sexual No, it wasn't advance. Mark Cuban. It was someone on his team that runs the Mavericks. Like, oh. It's an executive. Oh, it wasn't even Mark Cuban. No, 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 no. It's oh, just, so it's, Mark Cuban's it's good. His, it's his team. So he's taking responsibility like, hey, I'm, I'm, I own the team. I got to, you know. Oh, so he's being. Oh, okay. So I take it back about what I said about Mark, Mark Cuban being yeah, a sleazebag. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but the team itself uh, is going through some shit. I, the, with their executives and how HR handled or didn't handle. Oh, God. Now they're getting into basketball. I mean, it's in every industry. Yeah. Every industry, there's some creepy dude who's married to some girl and he didn't get it, enough pussy before he got married. It's true. And now he's trying to fuck at work. Well, <laughs> well, another part of it is, and this goes along with just like high-profile industries, whether you call that music or professional athletes, you know, whatever. Uh -huh. 
is it happens, yeah, entertain, it happens in corporate America. It's just those those people don't don't, don't give a fuck. Yeah, people don't give a fuck what happened to IBM like in the hallway. I mean, they, they the people that oh, that own, man, own shares everywhere. probably do, but in it's terms of rampant in every of the business. spotlight on it, I every mean, big corporation. Yeah, you you have a spotlight on a spotlight. You have someone, some horn dog at work, <laughs> eating a ham and cheese sandwich, just fucking all horned up in his cubicle. <laughs> but it, it seems like it's not the dude in the cubicle. It's the one in the, in the with the penthouse view. Um, Executive Maverick. Yeah. Executive. Well, I, mean, I don't think it was the janitor. You know, no, it, it, it was it was definitely an executive. It, yeah. uh, I don't know the title exactly if it was a CEO or or what the actual title of of the Mavericks executive was. But uh, this leads into a great story that I want to tell. No, go for it. Oh, I think so, I know. Yeah, oh, well, I think so, I know the topic, but yeah, I haven't so actually anyways, heard the story. So, so let's go ahead. You know, a few years ago, when I first moved here, I went on a date. Anybody who remembers Donald Sterling, you know, he lost his team because of the comments that he made in a private conversation, which I thought the whole situation, how it was dealt with, was kind of, you know, that whole situation. I mean, obviously what he said was inappropriate and wrong, uh, but they took the team, how they took the team, how it all went was, was crazy. Anyways, while it was going on, he, you know, the person who exposed him was this girl named V. Stiviano, his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Now, I'm going to tell a story about how I went on a date with Vistiviano. This is how it all started. Now, it was about 2000 and, uh, what is it, 2018 now? Yeah. So, it was about 2014. And it was a Tuesday night, and I was at the Roosevelt Hotel. And I'm standing in line at Valet waiting for my car. And I, um, and I'm standing in line, and there was two girls in front of me, and they start flirting with me. And they're like, oh, we're going to get pizza. You should come get pizza with us. And I'm like, uh, pizza? At this at this moment in time, I literally had a pizza shaved into my back of my head. Like a pizza slice <laughs> shaved into the back of my head. I was wearing a pizza chain. My fuck, anybody who knows me knows my dog, his name is Pizza. So I tell her all this. And she's like, oh, my God, you got to come. You got to come. And I'm kind of reluctant. You know, it's late. It's a Tuesday night. I want to go home. I don't know who these girls are or whatever, right? So we keep on chatting in line. We get our, we get our waiting for the valet. And her friend's car pulls up and it's like a nice S-Class. And I'm like, all right, these girls got money, right? And then her car pulls up and it's a, it's a Bentley GT. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know? All right. And then uh, as she's getting into the car, there's this group of young kids. And they're all like kind of scrummishing around her being like, oh, my God, that's her, that's her. And I'm like... I guess she's like some Latino singer or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't put it together. I didn't know mm. who she was. But it's bothering me, you know? Like, we're. I don't go for pizza with them. You know, I, I, I don't go. I go home. And uh, she, you know, I was like, went home and I'm like, you know, thinking to myself, who, who is this girl? Like, I just, I, I, like, I, it's starting to click. Like, I think I know this girl or is, is this, there's no way that that's the girl. That, is that the, is that the Donald Sterling? I'm like, wait, I, I put it together. I'm like, what's the Donald Sterling girl? I look her up. It's her, right? So this, and this is right after it happened, fresh, like a week or two after it happened, the whole thing with the team and the, the, the investigation and all this shit. So we speak, we're texting. I'm trying to make plans with her. It doesn't happen for like a month or whatever. I'm out of town. She's out of town. Then finally we make plans to go, uh, Figure skating. She wants to go figure skating. That's I'm the like, first date. That's the first date. She wants to go figure skating. I'm like, all right, let's go figure skating. So we go figure skating. First of all, I'm Canadian. I play hockey. So, so skating, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Figure skating, I'm like sketched out though. And before I pick her up, 
couple of my homies, I tell my homies that I'm going on this date, they go, dude, isn't she a trainee? And I go, no fucking way. And I start Googling like pictures of her and I'm like looking at her hands, right? Like I'm like trying to look at her hands because it's like, you know, like that's a, an easy way to see if a girl's a trainee, I've been told. Well, one of your previous... Or you can like tell when a girl's a trainee because her hands are just like huge. You're like, oh my God, look at her hands. Get away from one of your previous podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, was, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Transgender. Right, what a right hand man I am. And this is yes, amazing. No, no, no. The, transgender. The, the transgender. Transgender. Wow. I just need to get <laughs> yeah, you to remember before you go reward. on. Well, before you go on that, so I'm sketched out before <laughs> she comes to pick me up, and I'm at the time living in a trap house. It's like at the bottom of the hill in the hills. It's a nice house, got a guest house, but it's empty, and there's a for sale sign on the lawn. For sale sign. So she pulls up in a red Ferrari, right? And it's Donald Sterling's red Ferrari. Like it's not her car. Pulls up. I get in the car. She's like, what's going on with the house? Like the for sale sign. It's like, I don't see much furniture. I'm like, ah, it's like. Wait, but I'm sorry. How did you guys hook up? Like you guys, you hit her up on, or like, how did you get in contact with her to pull up to your house? Oh, we've been texting. We've been, I, I said previously, we've been trying to make plans. We finally made plans to go oh, ice skating. Yeah. But so she came to pick me up. But the night she was asking for pizza, you guys exchanged numbers or you already, or you got. The night she was acting for, asking for what? To, to go get pizza. That was the first night I met her, dog. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. This is months later. Got it, got it. I don't it, know if it. you've been listening. Got it. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners have. Anyways. So we go, we're in the Ferrari. We go ice skating. I have like footage of this. It's classic. Um, I'll like post a photo of it or be on Instagram of it. It's, it's so funny. And uh, and then after, I'm like, all right, let's go get food. I take her to Fat Sal's. They're all gassed up at Fat Sal's. They're loving it, giving her hats, taking photos, put it on her put it on their Instagram. And then she dropped me off, and that was it. I didn't have the balls to, like, go through it and fuck her. But that was my little date with Vistaviano. And I honestly couldn't tell you where she is now. She's gone. Gone. I should have I should have done something with her. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about her. In- I don't think she was a trainee. Transgender. I don't know. I don't think she was transgender. I think she was... I don't know. She was an interesting girl. Apparently, she had two kids. But that, I don't know if they were adopted or hmm. such I an L.A. story, man, when I first moved here. Uh-huh. Anyways, that's now leading into another story that I want to talk about, which is uh, actually a podcast, uh, uh, a, a story and a podcast. Um, there's a podcast that I love. It's called We Met at Acne. It's run by this girl named Lindsay. She talks about dating and this type of stuff. And when I was on that podcast, I told a story uh, about fucking a nurse a while back. Now, I don't know if any of you have heard this story, but I've wanted to tell it um, on my podcast. So, you know, you know, I recently lost weight and, you know, girls started to reach out to me, you know, not that they weren't before, but a little you know, higher volume. Right. And one of the girls who reached out was a nurse. So obviously I was all jacked up. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Let's fucking nurse. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to come over here and there's scrubs. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you're fantasizing about that, right? And then I'm thinking to myself, uh, she's probably like washing some old man's balls all day or like something (laughs) nasty. I'm like, don't come here in your scrubs, right? Anybody who's a nurse at home listening to this knows what I'm talking about. So, you know, she comes over and uh, when she comes over, she's wearing a Band-Aid on her finger. Now, I don't know about any of the listeners how, how you feel about band-aids jason how do you feel about band-aids i'm super sketched out by band-aids like if i'm wearing a band-aid i got four or five in my pocket so that it never it always stays fresh never oh, has that like discoloration oh, yeah, and that little ripple you know what i'm talking about like, like it's been through it you know it's yeah. been washed the discoloration times. yeah the discoloration anyway so yeah. 
So I take a quick peek at her Band-Aid. It's not looking too fresh, right? Yeah. So I look past it, though. Look, completely look past it. And we fuck. Everything's fine. <laughs> and then, you know, we're smoking a joint in my living room. And she's like, let's go again. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. We go to my room. And she starts blowing me. And as she's blowing me, she's kind of, she's, she's using, like, the hand, the, the Band-Aid hand. But she's not using the finger. It's, like, on her index finger. She's, like, like pointing it. She's, like, pointing it up. So, like, I'm looking down. And it's, like, as she's going up and down, it's, like, coming closer to me. And, like, as it's happening, I'm just, like, can you, like, just, can you stop? Like, I don't know what I wow. said. But I was, like, can you stop? And in the moment, she thought it would be funny. So, she, she tapped my cock with the Band-Aid finger. She's, like, oh, you're going to tell me to stop? She just tapped, my, like, my cock. Not the, not, the, not the head, but the shaft. She tapped it. And I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I was like, it's time to go. Uber pool. Uh, yeah, not even Uber pool. I was like, you have to leave. A yellow cab. Um, it was my little nurse story. And, you know, as a nurse, and I feel bad looking back on it now when I think about it. Because, you know, as a nurse, there's probably nothing. She's seen so much. What is it to tap a cock with a little discolored Band-Aid? You know, but, you know, for any normal person, I'm a little OCD, too. You know, I was, I was very uh, thrown off by the nurse. <laughs> Tapping my cock with the band-aid finger. So, you know. Any, any girls or any people out there who are, have a band-aid situation that's going on, just keep keep three or four band-aids on you. Is it that much to ask? You got a box at home. The thing's only going to last two days. Keep as many band-aids on you as possible. Walking around with a discolored band-aid, you look like a, like a schlep. It's disgusting. Especially in a sexual situation. So then that flows into the next topic, which is food. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so I do want to talk about food now. Um, there's a lot of things in food that you know piss me off personally. Now, I don't know about you guys, but how many times have you been on Instagram and seen something being made and thought to yourself, who the fuck is going to eat this? You understand? Like the milkshakes with the piece of pie and the scoops of ice cream on top. Like, I don't fucking understand. Oh, yeah. Like super, super over the top. Just It's just obnoxious. Like, who's going to eat it? You're going to get diabetes if you eat that shit one time, even if it's just one time, you know? So for me, it, that, that that's what's pissing me off right now in food. Lately, I don't know what you've been eating, but I've been doing a lot of breakfast burritos. Cooking scrambled eggs. I saw that oaks and then gourmet. Making, and then yeah, breakfast. I've been in spot. Well, not only breakfast burritos, but breakfast quesadillas too, which are even easier. Which is basically just a quesadilla. You scramble eggs, make a quesadilla, and then put the scrambled eggs in the quesadilla. It's unbelievable. But you know, this is another thing that I want to talk about right now. As a, as another topic, is that if you're cheating and you got a kid, what do you do with the car seat? <laughs> you understand? What do you do with the car seat? Where do you put it if there's no room in the trunk? I think I, you throw it away. <laughs> if, you're, if you're asking me, just, just throw that shit away. Buy another one. I mean, how much is a car seat? I don't have kids. I don't well, if, you know. Maybe, maybe a couple hundred bucks, 200 bucks, 150. I don't know. It's probably worth it to not have to deal with the, the question of what's the deal with the car seat in the back. <laughs> Right? 200 bucks not to deal with that? I'd probably take that hit. 200 bucks? Yeah, not I mean, just to be sweating in the front seat? 
Oh, no, I took my uh, nephew out for uh, the Wonderland. Six Flags. Uh, yeah, I kept the car seat. Uh, they're just driving around with them in their arms. Yeah, I don't know. What do you do with it? One time, I, 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 anytime you see someone putting a car seat in the trunk, you know that motherfucker's going to cheat. Couldn't he have just said the car is someone else's? Like, not the baby's mama, but like, oh, this is Bob's car. He just let me I borrow just borrowed it. <laughs> yeah. so then Bob's you save your 200 and you're just like, I don't fucking know what he has. That's true. Car. That's the move. Wow. But then you're lying. I just, you're cheating on your girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're worried about the car seat. But what about the car seat? You're worried about lying about a car seat. Meanwhile, you're having the topic like- is the car seat. <laughs> Fuck the lying. I mean, but then you're lying about two things. Well, the car seat, you're just lying. You throw the car seat away. You don't have to lie about anything. Just not asking any questions. There's a car seat. You got to lie. You just throw that car. You, you, you know what? Even better. You donate the car seat. Wow. There wow. You go. There you go. Yeah. That's that's a mensch move. Yeah, and, I, and it's basically you're not even cheating anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now and now an underprivileged family has a like two hundred dollar car seat. Yeah, but they might not have no car if they're that underprivileged to put the car seat into. Well, I mean, if they, if they need a car seat, they got a car. Yeah, they 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 were given a car by another group. Wow. Yeah. Flourish. Flourish. I mean, what do you do with the car seat? That's my question. Yeah. I you throw it away if you're asking me. You I, I see the logic of like. The opportunity cost to... Now you throw it away. No, but I'm saying stay $200 richer and not deal with the questioning. I could see why you'd rather just... Well, what's the, what, what's the excuse? It's Bob's car. Who's Bob? Well, uh, uh, Bob's uh, my buddy with a kid. Yeah, but he's not from here, right? You're, you're, you're a dude. Was, no, no, we're not, we're not talking about that anymore. That, uh, we're not talking about that. This is just a separate topic. Just car uh, seats. It's car seats. This car seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, then definitely just throw that motherfucker away. Yeah. Another thing that pisses me off that I've been seeing is, you know, a lot of motherfuckers out there with, you know, you know, the parking pass. Oh, like, like a, if you're disabled parking. No, no, the disabled parking pass. Oh, yeah. The hangs on the mirror there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's that called? Handicap pass. I don't know if handicap's the right word for it. That's that's what we call them in the States. So, because you know, they'll, they'll say a lot, of people, a lot of people, like I was out for dinner the other night with a guy yeah. who has... No physical problems at all. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just got my handicap pass. Like, yeah. showing off that he got a handicap pass. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, like, that's, like, no, that's inappropriate. You, what, you're going to park in the hand? Some old woman pulls up right. and can't park because you're eating dumplings <laughs> and you just didn't want to fucking walk an extra spot? Yeah. Come on. Come on, what is the world coming to? I think any doctor can give them out. Yeah. Like, that's how they get them. Because yeah. I, I got one temporarily when I had knee surgery. I didn't I didn't end up using it, but I, the doctor offered me one when I had knee surgery. And you took it? No, I, I didn't even take it. I, I was just like, no, I'm good. Yeah, you don't I, need it. Well, right. you're not but, a piece of shit. Of course, definitely not a piece if of shit. If you have a handicap pass for no reason, you are a piece of shit. Yeah. Through bad. and through. These are just things I wanted to rant on. I right? love it. I, yeah, think, no. I think that one's the best. Either, uh, you don't think the other ones are good? No, I like... I no, like I'm just playing. I like these. the handicap one because, you know, it's something very... That's easy to resonate. Like, would you want your mom at 75 years old having to walk 15 spots now? Yeah. You know, Another thing that I thought was interesting the other day, I was, I was watching uh, the All-Star game and I saw it's a young baby in the crowd wearing big headphones. Oh, yeah. Why are you bringing your baby to the All-Star game? That's great. Leave your baby at home. If you can afford courtside seats, <laughs> you can afford 
a fucking babies, a sitter. Yeah. You understand? Hire a fucking sitter. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Is it not? It's pretty ludicrous. Uh, you got some fat fuck sitting next to your three-month-old child, chewing peanuts, burping, yelling. And the baby just looks ridiculous with those headphones on, too. You can afford those $300 baby headphones. <laughs> you can't afford a sitter. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. Makes absolutely no sense to me. Another thing about L.A., which I think is funny, is when people complain about the rain in L.A. Yeah. It's like, do y'all not remember a little while ago when we all almost died and burnt down? Yeah. They quickly forget. It, hail, it hails for two minutes. People start freaking out. People need, in L.A. just need to relax. Tolerance to cold is really low here, too. Like, Oh, I've become even a weather snob. I'm, I'm walking around in the Patagonia in 55-degree weather. Yeah. In Canada, I used to be wearing shorts in that. Yeah. That's summer. Remember as a kid, like, if the weather broke like that, like, you would literally be in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, hell In, like, yeah. 50 degrees. That's why it's more popping during the summer in Toronto and New York because people let loose because they've been cooped up like fucking bears for eight months of the year. And then when the summer comes around, people go to the patios and they get wasted and they get drunk and they fuck and they flourish. That's why I do not like spending the winter in... I mean, if you're spending the winter in Aspen, that's different. You're drinking hot cocoa, you're fucking, you're eating sushi, you're living like that chalet life, you know? If you're just like in a metropolitan city throughout the winter in an apartment, nonstop, it's fucking depressing. It's not a flourish. I don't know. Another thing I want to talk about here, uh, this is just all my material, my raw material that's not... That's not um, know finished here yet but i think it's good to talk about it um can i ask you a question yeah go ahead food related mm -hmm. is there uh anything specific that's like a crazy detail that you're super super appreciative when you're dining out like yeah cleanliness what, of the table or the whole restaurant? The, the entire restaurant. There's yeah. nothing more disgusting than going to a restaurant, going to the bathroom. I don't know if anybody here reads Anthony Bourdain's books, but one of the rules that I read in one of his books, one of his first books, is if the restaurant has a dirty bathroom, then don't eat there. Because if they're treating the restaurant, if they're treating the bathroom like that, then the food is probably fucking disgusting. You understand? It's probably a lot worse going on in the kitchen. So cleanliness is my first and foremost uh, thing. But then cleanliness sometimes isn't the most important thing. If the food's crazy good, you know, that's really all I care about. But, I mean, cleanliness is number one. And then delicious food. I don't care about ambiance. And, you know, I love a good ambiance. But there's nothing better than just good food. I don't give a fuck about how, like, I care more about the food than what it costs. There's nothing that pisses me off more than going to a restaurant and it being expensive and the food not being that good and the portions being small and walking out being like, what the fuck just happened? Where the fuck am I? Yeah. Why didn't I just go get a burger for 20 bucks? Burger, fries, milkshake, and a fried chicken sandwich. Shake Shack has a new grilled chicken sandwich that's pretty good. Grilled, grilled with like ranch sauce and bacon that I had. Pretty good. Pretty unreal. How long have we been going for? Like 40. Really? 30. 
30. That's good. Another debate that people love to talk about is burgers. I think I might like In-N-Out more than Shake Shack. I still have never had Shake Shack. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's very fucked up. Shake Shack is delicious. Don't get me wrong. Shake Shack is different. It's got more. Yeah. It's cha- It's more. And maybe Shake Shack is better. It's up for debate. I don't know. Like, last time I was at Shake Shack, I had a ginger raspberry lemonade. Wow. You're not getting that. You're getting pink fucking lemonade. Yeah. And you better not ask for anything else. Yeah. Because they don't have anything else. That sounds good. Yeah. Shake Shack's unreal. Are you hungry? I'm going to have to eat after this. I got to see my girl, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think this episode was short and sweet. I mean, I think <laughs> I like this. I like this concept, though. I just yeah. needed more topics. If I had like th- three or four more topics, I have, I have I have a topic because you're dining out so much and like you know you flourish. Uh. So on TMZ earlier today, I think it was today, mm. they uh, got Kevin Hart out and they were asking him like, I guess he had this big like dinner with like. Chris Rock was there, Dave Chappelle, Dwayne Wade. Like, there was just a lot of comedians, just a lot of high in LA. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in L.A. So the cameraman was like, or the you know, camera paparazzi, whatever, was asking Kevin, like, so who pays at that table? Like, And he was just like, oh, I got to move, man. My move is I want to be the first person to make that argument. Like, oh, no, no, no let me get the bill. Let me get the bill. Because you know someone's going to come back and be like, no, 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 Kevin, I got it. And he's like, cool, all right. Yeah, and then yeah, he's out. Yeah. And then that's, he's done. That's so funny. And, and that's how he explains So. It actually reminds me of something that I used to like to I used to think of and I want to talk about, but I don't know any any other people who are single out here listening to this. You know, sometimes I take a girl out on a date. Yeah. Um, well, actually, every single time I take a girl out on a date, I pay. Yeah. I've been taught You're that a yeah. I'm a gentleman and I'm just not a fucking low life. Pay for everything, pretty much. Pay for the valet, pay for dinner, pay for everything. If I pay for everything and she's like insists on paying for like ice cream or something small, that's fine. I'm cool with you that. You pay for the Uber pool. I pay for I pay for not it's not always an Uber pool, but I pay for everything. That's what I've always been taught. Take care of everything. Unless she persists, persists on something that's like small. Yeah. That's fine. So um, you know, every time we go out with a girl, the bill comes and I grab the bill. And I go to start paying. And if the girl's respectable, she'll reach to start giving offer to pay. <laughs> right? It's such a funny unless game. I, unless, I, unless I've been with the girl for a long time, she knows what it is. Like, I'm just yeah. taking care of it. The girl's reaching to go and pay. Right? And she's always, like, like going to, like, split. Right? And or split or pay or, like, no, no, no. Like, all. And I'm, like... You know, I'm always like, oh my God, no, please. I, I got this. Like, don't don't even bother reaching, you know? And then they're like, are you sure? Well, I was just like, no, no, I got it. Like, of course I got it. But just one time when they're like, are you sure? I'm going to be like, oh, please, after you. Like, <laughs> Is, I, do, do I, I never would. I never would. But I think it's just so funny. Like, if if it was a girl that you didn't like, it would be such a funny thing to do. Bad karma, though. I would never do it. Never have done it. Never would do it. Do you think most... Never stick a girl with a bill. Anybody think- listening? Any guy who's listening? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. Good, just say, we'll get into it. <laughs> this is just a little thing that I was taught from someone who was older than me that I want to pass on to any single male who's going out with a girl in this day and age. 
if you want to take a girl out, whether she wants you to take her out and you agree, or you want to take her out and you take her out, you better have your shit together and you better pay for everything. Um, because that's the gentleman thing to do. And that lets her know that you're willing to take care of her and that you want to take care of her. So that's just 101 on flourishing you're when you're taking a girl out. And always hold the door for her. Let her go first and stuff like that. Do Eat you, her out before you get a blowjob. <laughs> do you think <clears throat> other cultures are like that in terms not 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 on a date i'm talking about you're with five of your your good friends and kind of that like oh no no no, let me get no no no. like you have to pretend like no 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 let me get it like no one just i think i think it's always obvious the most affluent person the most the like whoever money means the least to <laughs> you know, should pick up the tab. That's what that's when I was brought up and growing up and around money and this, that, and the other. That's always what it was. Everyone just pulls and up and that's like, always what it will be. Like if I'm in a financial position uh where I'm like way beyond the other people that I'm eating with, then obviously I'm gonna pick up the check. Yeah. You know, and I even do that now in situations, you know. With certain groups of my friends, obviously, certain groups I'm not the one who can, you know, who's not picking up the tab. But in other groups, you know, I take care of people. Uh-huh. You know, so I think it's just that's the rule. It's like yeah. if you have more, then you take care, and what goes around comes around. Am I wrong? No, I'm pretty. I mean, that way. I, I yeah. Usually, if you're a millionaire, and well, I'm on my way, but yeah, <laughs> if you're a millionaire and you're eating with a bunch of broke ass motherfuckers, yeah, what's a hundred dollar tab to you, nothing. The yeah. twenty or thirty dollars to each of those broke ass dudes means something, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's all yeah. It's, what, it's just literally what goes around comes around. Uh, that's how I feel about it. But you don't you don't agree? No, I'm in agreement with that. Uh, yeah. I I just I just feel like when you look at that scenario and the bill comes. I don't know if I've ever been around someone who literally has been silent. Like they just watched everyone else. Like everyone, even if they don't intend to pay, they'll pretend like, no, 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 let me get it. If they got called out on that shit, they'd be like, oh, oh have you fuck. ever played credit card roulette? Yeah. <sighs> what, dude, listen to this. <laughs> One time when I, I don't know, I must have been a fuck. I was, must have been broke at the time. We go for this expensive dinner. This is karma. This is what goes around, comes around. <laughs> So we're out at this expensive dinner, and I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to pay for this. Is it here? Uh, I think this might have been Toronto or New York. Who knows? So I'm like, fuck, I don't want to pay for this. I suggest, yo, let's play credit card roulette. I'm like, let's do it. There's like eight of us. I'm like, fuck, I'm like feeling lucky. I'm like, let's do it, baby. I'm like, I don't want to. So then, of course, whose card gets picked? Ya boy. And what's the bill? Eight, nine hundred dollars. And what happens? declined <laughs> so i don't even know what ended up happening who paid for that but that's just like you know it's just karma <laughs> i was like oh, i don't want to pay for this 200 dollars meal wow. yeah i probably could have paid the 200 but the 900 or whatever it was it wasn't happening it's 1200 or whatever it was wow. credit card roulette's a great game though fun to play yeah you better come ready to come ready to pay if you're gonna play there you go. I, I took a lot of flack probably for that one. My boys probably ripped on me all night for that one. They were like, you're the one who said, you, you're the one who suggested this. Wonder why. Hey-oh. <laughs> Building. There you go. You already know what's up. <laughs>